What's up, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of the Whole Lot of Ball podcast. I'm Troy. You can follow the show at Whole Lot of Ball, and you can follow me personally at Bulls underscore Troy. Uh, there's a lot going on at the moment, Bulls fans, so let's just jump straight into it. Obviously, the biggest news being the uh, extension, contract extension for Nikola Vucevic. He gets a three-year, $60 million extension with the Bulls. And as we found out this morning from uh, Keith Smith, it's a fully guaranteed contract. Obviously, this has created a lot of um, controversy among amongst Bulls fans. A lot of us, oh, sorry, a lot, a lot of Bulls fans love this deal. A lot of Bulls fans hate it. Um, I'm a completely in favour of signing Booch to another to another contract. Uh, bringing him back for three more years. Look, personally, I would have preferred that the, the third year had like a partial guarantee or a team option on the deal. And by reports, that's something that AK was definitely looking for uh, in, in negotiations with Vooch uh, to get a team option on that third year. And looks like uh, Vucevic wanted a player option. And it seems like neither could uh, agree to a agreed the terms on that one, so it ends up becoming a fully guaranteed $60 million deal. Now, you would have seen um, on Twitter some of the guys like Will Gottlieb from uh, CHGO, shout out GOAT, uh, that have had broken down what the deal potentially looks like um, with his 8% uh, annual salary increases. And the deal looks like it has, has actually come out a little bit favourable for the balls in terms of how the salary, how the contract is uh, structured. It looks like the opening year of his deal looks like it's just under $19 million, which does, in fact, give the balls a little bit more wiggle room in free agency in terms of being under that luxury tax. Uh, we'll, we'll put in uh, air quotations, hard tax that the balls get from uh, Jerry Reinsdorf because de- de- uh, despite what some of them might, or despite what AK may actually say, we will believe this whole uh, going into electric tax thing when we actually see it. And, and until then, I just, I just don't believe it. Um, but hey, who knows? Maybe uh, Ryan Storff might actually prove us wrong and we'll, we'll actually go into the electric tax for the second time in franchise history. Um, it seems like also Nick Vucevic has sat down with uh, Billy Donovan and AK in terms of what his role would look like on this team in terms of uh, more role involvement, more touches of the ball, which is completely fair enough. Like you want to, you're going to sign a, a new contract with a team. You, you're going to know what kind of role you're going to have going forward. And... Despite what some people say, and it's their opinions, like I've, I've had discussions on Twitter with Doug Tonus uh, over this, um, like shout out and love, much love to Doug, appreciate the chat mate, that in my opinion, the team runs better when the ball goes through Vooch. And I'm not saying he's the lead scoring option, I'm not saying that at all. But the team does tend to 
run better when the ball, when the offense is running through Vooch. Now, with that, like, he's the passing hub down the low post, high post, out the perimeter, whatever the case is. Like, and then, then when it comes to terms of Vooch actually scoring, like, people like C Red Fred need to remember that he is not a shooting big. He is a big that can shoot. He has never been a a shooting big ever. He had that one season where he shot forty percent when the the stadiums were empty. There were no fans allowed inside the stadiums. That's the season where Vooch had his hot career high in three point shooting, and that's also the season that we traded for him. One season does not classify you as a shooting big. Vooch's game has always been start on the low post, come out to the mid-range, and then the three-point... And then he starts feeling good about himself once those little little hooks of his are, are dropping, the little mid-range shot is dropping. That's when he starts feeling good about himself, and then he goes, and then he starts taking those three-point shots. He is not a outside, work-your-way-in big. That's not Vooch's game. Never has been. And it never... <laughs> It never will be. Like, so, you got C-Red Fred go, oh, we've got a centre who's stuck in 1989. Like, look at the great centres of today. The, the two recent ones that have won the MVP, Nikola, uh, Nikola Jokic, I'll call him Nikola, that's Nikola Jokic, and Joel Embiid. Those guys do not live on the perimeter. They're not three, they're not shooting bigs. I mean, like for, I can't remember exactly which way they go, but one of them is a 33% career three-point shooter. I think that's Embiid. And Jokic, I believe, is a 35% career three-point shooter. Is it, So either exactly the same as Vooch or worse. But yet, you want to criticise Vooch for not being a shooting big, yet you've got the two MVPs who spend majority of their time well inside that three-point line. So this whole, oh, we're stuck in 1989, that's absolute rubbish. Like, sorry, Fred, but this narrative that you've created about Vooch and what, what he should be, okay, that's your opinion. That's how you, that's how you want your centre to play? Guess what? That's not, that's not Vucevic. So stop the criticism and stop this narrative of what you believe he should be when he's never been that. Ever in his career. But, hey, end of the day, Nikola's back with us for three more years on a fully guaranteed contract. Welcome back, Vooch. Glad to have you, mate. And looking forward to seeing how the rest of this roster gets constructed around him. And we've also got word this morning, like it's just before 7am my time as I'm recording, that Andre Drummond has opted in to his contract, his $3.3 million deal with the Bulls. Uh, absolutely love this. It, I said before that I wanted Drummond to sign with that time with the Bulls the season prior. And it's come to then we finally get him like going into last season and now he's coming back exercising his player option. The the Chaos Master is back. Um Hopefully he's got his head in a good space now. That's the most important part. And he's, clearly he loves being in Chicago. 
that's obviously played factor into him exercising his player option. Uh, there was a, there were some rumours swirling around beforehand that he was going to be uh, signing with the Dallas Mavericks had he not picked up his player option. We can throw that out the window now. So, uh, welcome back, Dre. Good to have you. And I'll... Now, some uh, other quick tidbits. Um, this is going to be a short episode, guys, because I am on my way to work. Uh, the Bulls have extended qualifying offers to Kobe White, Ayodisumu, and Terry Taylor. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see what those, those guys command on the open market and if the Bulls do decide to match. Um, there's probably some prices I w- probably wouldn't go over for Kobe and Io. I mean, I think I would, you'd expect Terry Taylor. I think that was a two-way qualifying offer, so that doesn't really mean much there. Um... But Kobe, I probably personally don't think I'd go over that $15, $16 million mark. I think that's, that's pushing the price range. But who knows, someone could offer him that and he could go elsewhere. Um, IO, I'd probably personally look at keeping it around that $5 million. Um, the Bulls need, do need to open up some roster spots. And I, I believe that needs to come in the form of re- releasing... Uh, Karlik Jones and Marco Simonovic from their partially guaranteed deals. Um, we need far more NBA standard players. And look, no offense to Karlik, he's been working his ass off. Like, shout out to Sea Red UK for posting the videos that Karlik has been putting out there. Um, yeah, Karlik's working hard, but to me, he's just not an NBA standard player. And. Simonovic, well, he just needs to go back to Europe, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, just a quick couple of other things: the return of the potential return of Derek Rose. Now, a shame to say that up until the other night, I've never seen the Pooh documentary. Um, it's, it's a great documentary, and you know, it's the kind of stuff that makes a grown man cry when you when you look back at his career with the Bulls, and then. You know, watching that phone call from BJ Armstrong to let him know he'd been traded from the Bulls to the Knicks. Um, but in terms of him coming back to Chicago, I'm completely for it, but only if it's in a matter of he's playing that Udonis Haslam role in the bench veteran leader type on a vet minimum deal. Anything outside of that, I mean, if, if, if he's expecting... A proper role on the with decent minutes. Chicago is not the place for him, and then that, and if that's the case, then hope he goes somewhere else, and then eventually comes to back to the Bulls to sign that one day uh, retirement ceremony contract. Um, and he you know takes his photos in his jersey for the last time, and then uh, calls it a day and. Eventually, we see that number one jersey hanging up in the in the rafters at the UC. Uh, there's talks that we've um, we're potentially in in discussions with Turkish star Erlat Bitim, um, if I'm getting that correct. I think that's how Hayes has been pronouncing it. Uh, Hayes from Chicago Bulls Central, locked on Bulls. Uh, <laughs> Hayes actually when he first started pronouncing that name, I had to listen to that five times and I'm like, what? what? How do you pronounce that name? So yeah, 
uh, Hayes, is it Erlap Bitten? Uh, let me know. Uh, so a couple of... I did put it out there on Twitter that I kind of did have a, uh, a trade, possible trade scenario um, involving the LA Lakers. Because we all know that DeMar DeRozan is from LA. We all, he always thought he was actually going to end up back there. So a potential deal that kills two birds with one stone. We send DeMar to the Lakers. And look, I'm not looking at this from the contract point of view because I don't know, obviously, D'Angelo Russell. So the, the, the deal would be for DeRozan, for D'Angelo Russell and Rui Hashimura. Now, I don't know how their contracts play out at the moment, because obviously they're free agents. But if a deal can be worked out like that, that kills two birds with one stone. You know, a point guard, a shooting point guard, even though he's not a traditional playmaking point guard and not great defensively, but a point guard who can shoot the ball and then like Rui, Harry, Rui Hashimura, I'll get my words out soon, um, to add extra wing depth, he can shoot the ball, he's a good scorer. Uh, I'm not sure what his defensive capabilities are really like. I've, I've got to be honest, I haven't paid that much attention to, to Rui, but it looks like he did quite well after he got traded to the Lakers. Uh, so that just, that trade idea that I had swirl around in my head, um, rest in peace to those trades possible trade scenarios of DeMar DeRozan to the Lakers for Mo Bamba and Malik Beasley. They've, they've either had their team option declined or they've, or in Mo Bamba's case, had their waivers requested on him. Um, I might actually just call it there, guys. Running, running out of time. But I just wanted to throw this pod quickly. I did want to record last night. Um, because my the family was supposed to be going out to my kids' friends' basketball game, and I would have had the house to myself, but unfortunately not. They didn't go. So just doing this quickly this morning. Uh, yeah, so that's just a couple of quick thoughts on uh, the Vucevic extension. Like all four, I would have preferred a team option on that third year, um, but it looks like the deal does actually look kind of team friendly in a sense that with the how his salary is going to be played out for the next couple of years. And then obviously with the salary cap increases, it, look, it does look kind of favourable for the Bulls so they can do some manoeuvring uh, in free agency, which starts in, I'm guessing, 24 hours. It's now 7am in Adelaide. Um, I believe, yeah, free agency starts in 24 hours. So uh, the next pod will come at you. Um, I'll, I'll give free agency a number of days to go to go by, um, we'll, we'll see what happens if there's any you know, balls signing. Like there's talks out there about Georges Niang and Dante DiVincenzo would be quite intriguing since they are shooters and we 100% need shooters. Uh, so yeah, until next time, guys. Uh, thank you for listening to the whole Audible podcast. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show if you wish to do so. You can follow the show on Twitter at Whole Lot of Ball, and you can follow me personally at Bulls underscore Troy. So until next time, Bulls fans, see you, Red, go Bulls!